Welcome to Suddenly Seeking Homeschooling, a podcast for unexpected homeschoolers who never considered homeschooling, but find themselves doing just that. Each week, we'll talk about the challenges and joys of homeschooling with a few practical tips thrown in. I'm your host, Kim. Hi guys, today we're going to talk about what happens when we face homeschooling obstacles. So if you're like most people, you probably kind of cringed when I said the word obstacle, and that makes a lot of sense, right? You have a goal and it is usually, we think of an obstacle as getting in the way of your goal, standing in your way. Obstacles can seem to make us stand still. Um, They are the challenges that really show our personality and our character, whether um, that's a good day or a bad day. It's no wonder that prepping for challenges sometimes in and of itself sounds daunting. It is not something you want to spend time doing. What if these challenges weren't as bad as you thought? What if the one thing you're facing right now might hold the solution to the problem you've been trying to solve? If that ever happened to anyone else, am I the only one? If we change the way we look at things, and we talked a lot about it on the podcast because it such had, a, had such a powerful and positive impact on my own life and my relationship with my kids and how I see my kids blossom. If we just change our mindset and think of these challenges as opportunities for learning, your emotions that you've attached to these setbacks, these things that are standing in your way of your goal, are really more of the problem than the challenge itself. So we're gonna spend some time looking at strategies and tips to reframe and rethink the things standing in your way of a great homeschool day. So the number one, I wanna talk about just taking a minute and creating a pause. Whenever we hit a snag in our day, it can feel really important to move on, especially those of us who work from home or if you're balancing multiple children at multiple ages or you just have a busy life, most of us say that we do. When we hit these bumps in the road, it can be very tempting to just try to push through to get done. But I wanna encourage you to find a way to take a pause, think about what you're feeling, and then wait for the calm if you can, but if you don't feel like just acknowledging the feelings allows you to be calm, sometimes asking why am I feeling that way and acknowledging the thoughts that are making the feelings happen, sometimes that's just enough to give you enough of a pause and a distance that you can look at the setback with a little bit more perspective. Number two, accept where you are. Realize that, you know, things are going to happen. The more you fight with things happening, the kids were grumpy and tired and had already been fighting by the time you sat down to do the lesson, or the lesson is hard and they're done for today, or they're hungry, or you're hungry, or you're tired. There's a lot of things that when you are combining people can just happen. And then we are creating something where we're challenging our kids to grow. The sooner you come to accept the situation, the better it's going to be for you and your kids. It is the struggle itself and the resistance to the fact that you're having a hard time 
sometimes that can be so exhausting and be what prevents you from taking a step back and letting the emotional side go. Number three, flip the switch. Giving yourself a pause, being able to acknowledge the emotions and the thoughts, choosing to let them go, accepting that, okay, maybe I need to reevaluate, right? Flipping the switch requires you to do all of those things first. So sometimes we can just be like, oh, well, we're just going to change direction. But if you take all the emotional stuff with you, when you try the next thing, you're already frustrated or overwhelmed or disappointed or whatever that emotion is. As soon as you bring stress, either yours or theirs to the situation, no one's learning. Make sure that you do everything you can to de-escalate first before you flip the switch. Number four, now once you've done all those things and you flip the switch, think about creative solutions. Being a little flexible is gonna go a long way. Your curriculum has worked up to this point, but this lesson is not working. Look at other ways to teach it. You know, pull up YouTube or ask a sibling to help or call a friend or just say, you know what? I don't think this is working today. Mommy or daddy need to sit down and figure out a way that we can teach this better to you. So let's move on to something else. Sometimes just being able to look outside what you have been doing and the routines you have in place and the schedules in, in place that are so important. Sometimes we have to be willing to look outside those and look for an alternative that might not be something that comes to us super quickly. So just saying, hey, we're going to continue this pause and we're going to do something fun for a minute or something like that. Now I will say caveat here. If you do say you're going to take a break for a minute, definitely make sure that you have some boundaries around that. So they're not off in a movie or watching a TV show and you're trying to bring them back because that's going to really, um, it's going to be hard to get them emotionally back into a place where they're wanting to learn. Number five, embrace the lesson. So every challenge that's going to happen, and this isn't just homeschooling, but definitely holds true for homeschooling, comes with it a lesson that you need to learn. After it is over, not in the moment, ask yourself what you can gain by reflecting back on that, taking some time to really think about what happened, why it happened, how can we approach things differently, what did you learn about yourself in that experience? What did you learn about your kids and how they learn and how they interact with you and how they handle stress? All those things are things you can learn when you have that unexpected, I don't know what happened, this isn't working anymore moment in your homeschool lessons. This is a great tool if you're trying to model lifelong learning because by always focusing what on what you can learn from the experience, this is great for those of us who are trying to model lifelong learning because you're always learning from whatever experience, whether it was a challenging experience or a really positive or a really negative experience. If we always choose to learn a lesson from it and take time to reflect on it, we're teaching a skill that is going to be probably in most instances way more valuable than the academic skill we were teaching to begin with. Number six, break things down. Frequently, your kid shuts down when you present something and their response is going to be, I don't understand. And my response in the past has always been to be, to push back and say, well, what do you mean you don't understand? If they knew what they meant by they didn't understand, they would probably tell you to begin with. Our jobs are to kind of break the problem down, whatever that problem is, to see where the breakdown happened. And this is something that is best done 
afterwards. So not when all the stress is going on, not when you, not before, you know, these are kind of sequential. After the fact, you can break it down and before even you start your next lesson the next day on that topic or how you're going to or reframe the issue, make sure that you are breaking it down for them so that you can kind of discuss it and work through it. Number seven, admit you're only human. You are going to have horrible days. You are going to have great days. Not only are you human, but your kids are. Everyone, you know, you get up and your back hurts. You've been hungry all day. You have a headache. Your kids are tired. They're hungrier. They just want to play. They're feeling lonely. All the humanness is in play. And then we have the simple fact that we're dealing with multiple humans at one time. When we're willing to be human in front of them and, and accept our own mistakes, then we're modeling a growth mindset and we're modeling really what we want them to do. We want our kids to take chances and challenge themselves, take risks at times because that's how we grow. And if we're not willing to be honest with them when we make a mistake and when something flops and it's a complete failure or a fiasco and none of it worked in the science experiment. If we're not able to own that and kind of question it and learn from it and show them that that's okay, then we're holding their personal growth back. Last but not least is reconsider the goal, number eight. So in the end, the issue simply is whatever you're teaching is not clicking with them right now. Sometimes there's a developmental issue. Sometimes it's just not something that makes sense. And I really encourage you to think about what your goal is and whether it is really worth what you're doing now. If your kid is not at the point where they can learn to read, continuing to push them to read beyond their developmental level is not going to be a benefit. You're going to just revisit this challenge every day. You try fractions for a week and fractions are not clicking. Maybe you need to take a step back from fractions and see if you can move on to something else for a little while and come back. Sometimes people need just a little while to let something marinate. And then after they've had some time to think and they come back to a topic again, it makes a lot more sense. I am sure you've had that experience in school, right? I mean, I can remember lots of times where I can remember teachers teaching something and then the you know third, fourth, fifth time a different teacher taught a concept, you know, later on in learning, I finally understood it. Now, maybe it was because they were amazing teachers and they had a great way to teach it. And there was definitely some differences in teaching, but a lot of times it was just, I wasn't ready to take that in yet. I wasn't ready. I didn't have the connections to make it all make sense. It's okay to rethink your plan of attack entirely. And that doesn't necessarily mean you throw out all of your curriculum or everything you've done or all of your homeschool planning. It might mean that you look and see if you can skip ahead a couple of chapters and move on to something else for a little while and just make a note to come back. There's lots of different ways of reconsidering the goal. You know, my kids, have struggled in some of the language areas. So I can remember saying, are they going to die if they can't identify the subject and the predicate of a sentence? Are they going to die if that happens? Like, is this going to inhibit all of their future success if this happens? And I had to say, no, that's not what's going to happen. So I had to take a step back and be like, okay, we will come back to this, you know, in second and third grade, this isn't working or whatever grade. So we will come back to this we're trying it in the fall, it's not working, we'll come back to it in January and see. If it doesn't work in January, we might come back to it in April. Or we might wait and do it sometime in the summer again and see if we can just focus on that if it makes more sense. And if it still doesn't work, 
then we just keep reevaluating. There are very few things that your kids learn in K through 12 education that are so important for them to learn the moment they are presented it. Very, very few things. Make sure that you aren't throwing your own baby out with the bathwater. You aren't so focused on the goal that you lose sight of your kid and what they need because they need to feel safe and they need to feel secure. And when you're stressed and they're stressed, they're not able to learn it. So it doesn't matter what amazing creative idea you have. So sometimes it's just best to say, all right, we're putting this back for now and we will reevaluate that at a different time. You may not need all of these for every little challenge that you have. You know, you may be able to take a minute, accept that you guys are getting emotional, name the thoughts that are causing that to happen, and immediately realize, oh, you're hungry, flip the switch, get some food, and you're ready to start again. But you want to see if that doesn't work, then what else can you do? Then you begin to work further down these steps of get creative and embracing the lessons that you're learning. Challenges are coming to your homeschool, just like challenges come to parenting, your marriage, your family life, all those things. Who we are as people show up best when we are faced with challenges. And it is so important that we're modeling the behaviors that we want our kids to have, the skills we want them to have, to handle it in a healthy way that allows them the most growth and the most ability to achieve success in these areas. You can grab a list of these tips and tricks for handling challenges in your homeschool at my website, learninghypothesis.com. You can get the link in the show notes below. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us this week on Suddenly Seeking Homeschooling. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook at The Learning Hypothesis. For more information on homeschooling and how to customize your unique approach to education. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode. See you next week.